0: You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along on today's episode. Brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use the promo code Locked On. You'll get 20% off your next order. Today's show, we're going to go around the conference. A lot going on. We got a, a potential landing spot for Wanya Morris on the move from Tennessee. We've got Big Cat Bryant leaving Auburn. He's landing in another school in the SEC. And much, much more when it comes to coaching changes Players in the transfer portal will hit on all that, and a monster day of SEC basketball this past weekend. We'll run through each of the games and take a peek at some of the big na- big games coming up in the next couple of days. I'm Chris Gordy. Be sure to subscribe and follow Locked On SEC for free wherever you get your podcasts. You'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day. All right, let's jump up right into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the handoff. Throw around the conference. And we start at Tennessee just one day after meeting with compliance regarding their internal investigation with the Vols football program. Tennessee head coach Jeremy Pruitt was on his way out to California to meet up with standout linebacker Henry Toa Toa and his family. Pruitt was joined on the trip by defensive coordinator Derek Ainsley. Uh, player development assistant Kevin Simon, and reportedly they picked up new addition Kevin Steele on the way out there. Toa Toa is a junior linebacker who has been fantastic for the Vols, but the current unknown from the internal investigation has left a lot of questions, and it looks like the Vols coaching staff is having to re recruit many of their current players in order to keep them in Knoxville. And speaking of Tennessee, we told you that their offensive tackle, Wanya Morris former five-star recruit, had entered the transfer portal. Well, now it appears his top three schools he could end up at, USC, Oklahoma, and Texas A&M. So it'll be interesting to see if the Aggies have a chance to pull the former volunteer standout over to College Station. And one more Tennessee Nugget. Former Auburn D-lineman Big Cat Bryant is headed to Rocky Top. The former Auburn big man will reunite with his former D.C. Kevin Steele in Knoxville. So there you go, already a big plus for Kevin Steele going to Tennessee, getting Big big Cat Bryant over from Auburn to the Volunteers. And speaking of Auburn, they have hired Cornelius Williams as their new wide receivers coach under Brian Harson. Williams is a former Hoover High School star receiver who has spent the last six years as a receivers coach over at Troy. But Harson believes he can help them recruit much better in the state of Alabama with Williams on their staff. So Cornelius Williams joining Auburn as their receivers coach. And another interesting nugget from Auburn, as we told you last week, cornerback Christian Tutt had entered the transfer portal. Well, now it appears Tutt has withdrawn his name from the portal. With Smoke Monday and Roger McCurry already coming back, that could really help out the secondary for new defensive coordinator, Derek Mason, next season. Kentucky, they've added 5'10", Nebraska wide receiver Wandale Robinson. Robinson is a sophomore originally from the state of Kentucky who spent his first two seasons with the Cornhuskers, racking up 91 total catches for over 900 yards in his first two seasons there. Now he will join a Wildcats offense. It's going to look a lot different next season with Liam Cohen running things for the Cats. So yeah, Chris Rodriguez back in the backfield. Be interested to see what happens at the quarterback spot. But Wondell Robinson going to help that Kentucky receiving core immediately. Over at Alabama, their former standout offensive lineman Alex Leatherwood he has joined the O-line group in the Senior Bowl. However, they have him listed as a guard slash center. So it appears many NFL scouts don't see him as a tackle in the NFL, but rather an interior offensive lineman. And speaking of Bama, associate head coach, Charles Huff. He has been named the next head coach at Marshall University. Huff is only 37 years old. He's a Maryland native. He was ranked as the nation's number one recruiter this past year, according to 24/7 sports. Charles Huff will take over the Thundering Herd, who did not retain Doc Holliday. One source says Huff will be very successful because he's smart, very charismatic, and he's highly motivated. So another one of Saban's assistants departing Tuscaloosa this offseason. Nick Sabin shared his well-wishes for the departing assistant. He said, quote, we couldn't be any happier for Charles and his family. He's done an excellent job for us, and we are pleased and happy to see him get the well-deserved opportunity to run his program. I always want our coaches to grow and advance in the profession, and Charles has worked very hard to earn this opportunity. We truly appreciate all that he has done to contribute to our success. So Alabama Nick Saban, the now hiring sign, is up in the window. A lot to replace on their staff moving into next year. Doesn't seem to affect Saban, though. He seems to be okay no matter who's coming in there and who departs. Quick update from news we had last week that Florida linebacker coach Christian Robinson was leaving for Michigan. Now it appears for the time being, Robinson's going to remain at Florida. We'll keep an eye on that and see if anything else develops, but apparently Robinson was telling players over the weekend that he was staying put in Gainesville. So we'll see on that one. Mississippi State offensive guard Darian Parker uh, is expected to head to the NFL draft. So that would be a little bit of a loss there for Mike Leach. Over at LSU, less than a week after entering the transfer portal, former LSU outside linebacker Ray Thornton has found a new destination for the upcoming season. He will transfer to Texas. So he will get to join Steve Sarkeesian's new team there in Austin, Texas. Thornton is originally from the state of Texas. He's a former four-star recruit. He's the most recent player to enter the transfer portal at LSU, joining former star tight end Eric Gilbert still has not announced his next destination. LSU also had their backup running back, Chris Curry, enter the transfer portal a few weeks ago. He announced he's heading to Utah, and former defensive tackle Apu Aika is heading to Baylor. Indiana, they are set to hire Georgia defensive backs coach Charlton Warren as their next defensive coordinator. Warren was a coordinator back in 2013 at Air Force, but he has coached DBs in recent years at Tennessee, Florida, and now Georgia, among other places. Now he will be the defensive coordinator up at Indiana. And lastly, Texas A&M, their 2022 recruiting class already off to a good start. Just yesterday, Jimbo Fisher staff landed its first commitment for the class when defensive end Malik Sila. Announced his pledge to the Aggies on Twitter. It's a Houston native, already ranked in the top 40 prospects of next year's class. Not 2021, but 2022. And there you have it. That is Around the Conference. When we come back, we're going to get into some SEC hoops. A lot to recap, man. There was a lot going on this past weekend on the SEC basketball front. We'll discuss that next here on Locked on SEC. Hey, a quick minute here for our friends at betonline.ag. We know we had some awesome NFL playoff games over the weekend. The AFC and NFC Championship games are now set this weekend. We got NBA action, college football across or college basketball happening across the SEC and across the country. And there is only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust. And that is betonline.ag. You can sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. We'll tell you coming up in a little bit, tons of SEC basketball games we can bet it on tomorrow night and Wednesday night. But if you're looking for some NBA action tonight, looking at some of the lines right now at betonline.ag, the Warriors, nine-point underdogs against the Lakers. Might be a little bit of value there. Maybe you can go get in on that. Or maybe you're doubting the Atlanta Hawks. They're eight-point favorites against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Both of those up on the website right now at betonline.ag. Look, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action, and don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. It is betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. (laughs) 2020 is mercifully over. It is time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and you want more, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, NBA locks, all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcasts. I know they'll also be discussing AFC and NFC title games this weekend. Super Bowl coming up right around the corner. So go check them out. Hey, this was a busy, busy weekend for SEC basketball. We had a full slate of games. Every team was in action on Saturday. So I figured, why not? Let's go ahead and recap some of the action that happened over the weekend across the SEC. And we start Top 10 Tennessee took on Vanderbilt in Knoxville. Tennessee beat the Commodores 81-61. to The Vols got 16 points off the bench from Keon Johnson, while John Fulkerson, he had 15 points and 8 rebounds. Tennessee improves to 10-1 on the season, 4-1 in the SEC, their only blemish at home loss to Alabama not too long ago. For Vandy, Scotty Pippen Jr. had 18 points. They have lost four SEC games in a row to start the season 0-4 in conference. Next up for Vandy, they will host Texas A&M on Wednesday night, while the Vols will travel to Florida tomorrow night. Top 20 ranked Missouri. They beat up on Texas A&M 68-52. This one was just a three-point game at halftime, but the Tigers pulled away in the second half. Drew Smith, 15 points for him. Jeremiah Tillman had 14 points, 10 rebounds. Andre Gordon led the way for the Aggies with 19, but six different Aggies who played in this game scored zero points. Meanwhile, Quinton Jackson scored two points off free throws, but he went 0 for 7 from the field. So the Aggies need to figure out what's happening with their offense right now. The Tigers, they improved to 8-2 on the year, 2-2 in the conference. They will host South Carolina tomorrow night. The Aggies, they fall to 7-5 on the year, 2-4 in the SEC, not what they expected out of Buzz Williams. Over at Georgia, they finally got in the win column in the conference on Saturday with an exciting road win at Ole Miss. For those of you who watched it, Georgia won 78-74. Ty Fagan had 19 points, Severe Wheeler with 18, as Georgia improved to 8-4 overall. For Ole Miss, Jarquel Joyner had 22 points, while Devontae Shuler... 24 points, 8 assists, but it just was not, not enough as the Rebs dropped their third game in a row, falling to 6-6 six and six on the season. Ole Miss next up. They will travel to Starkville tomorrow night while Georgia hosts Kentucky coming up on Wednesday. And speaking of Kentucky, my, what a rough season it has been for them. And a rough season gets even rougher this past Saturday as they lost their second in a row... A 66-59 loss at Auburn. Alan Flanagan led the way for Auburn with 21 points and nine boards. The game that was really low scoring to start. I think I turned it on. It was like 2-2 two two and we were like five, six minutes into the game. But Kentucky end up getting 11 points from Davion Mintz, 10 points from Jacob Toppin. But the Wildcats shoot just four of 17 from three-point land. And they were just 9 of 16 from the free throw line. Kentucky has a tough stretch coming up as they go to Georgia on Wednesday before they take on LSU. uh, Or rather, they take on LSU, Alabama, and Texas in their next three. Texas is a really good team this year as well. Coach John Calipari is going to have to fix this team's shooting woes sooner rather than later. They're going to go on an even bigger skid here, having lost two in a row. For Auburn, Coach Bruce Pearl's squad. They have now won two in a row. They will travel to Arkansas on Wednesday night. So, interesting game that one was on Saturday. Two teams heading in opposite directions. When we return here, we're going to run through the other big games from the SEC from this past weekend. Stay there. Quick minute here for our friends at Built Bar. We tell you all the time, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. In fact, I just got a new shipment in this past week. like to start off my day with a Built Bar if I can. If I'm running out the door, grabbing a quick breakfast, or if you're looking for something, having a late afternoon workout or maybe an evening run, you're just looking for a delicious treat to indulge in. Go check them out right now at BuiltBar.com. 18 amazing flavors. I tell you all the time, Cookies and Cream is my favorite, and give you a little bit of the stats on the Cookies and Cream. 17 grams of protein packed in there, only 130 calories, 4 grams sugar, 4 grams net carbs. That is much better than your afternoon snack. You may grab uh, the Fritos or whatever you're grabbing that's not so health conscious. The Built Bars are. They're covered in 100% chocolate, but packed with protein. And like we said, Great for the health conscious person, or if you're just look, looking to shed a couple of pounds, Built Bar can be a great alternative for you. Go check them out on their website, builtbar.com. And before you hit that checkout button, make sure you use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you will get 20% off your next order. Use the promo code LockedON for 20% off at builtbar.com. Mm-hmm. Hey, coming up later this week on Locked on SEC, we're going to take a look at the SEC quarterback picture for 2021. So be sure to subscribe and listen to Locked on SEC wherever you get your podcasts. Coming down from the SEC football season, of course, just a week ago today, Alabama winning the national championship championship. We'll get back to some uh, football conversation later this week. Again, we'll be uh, previewing the quarterback picture and doing a whole lot more. But uh, for now, we continue our conversation talking SEC hoops as it was an awesome weekend for SEC basketball. Continuing our recap from this past weekend, the hottest team in the SEC, the Alabama Crimson Tide, a dominating win at home versus Arkansas, beating them 90-59. to Freshman Moses Moody had 29 points and nine rebounds for the Razorbacks, but that was not enough versus the Tide as Alabama jumped out to a 42-19 halftime lead. John Petty made five threes, scoring 17 points, while Jaden Shackelford he made four threes of his own, dropping 16 points. The, t- the Tide shot 15 of 36 from deep as they have been on an offensive tear in their last few games, averaging just under 90 points a game, their last four. They are the lone undefeated team in the SEC now at 6-0, 11-3 overall, and they are one of the more dangerous teams in the country right now. Coming up next, a huge road game in Baton Rouge tomorrow night, 8 o'clock Central, 9 Eastern on ESPN2. I'll definitely be tuned in for that one as Alabama is at... LSU for Arkansas. Their nine and zero start to the season. Well, it seems like a distant memory now, as they have lost four of their last five. Just two and four in the SEC. Arkansas is going to try to get the train back on the track, hosting Auburn on Wednesday night. Remember, they did already beat Auburn this season back on December thirtieth, but it was a very impressive win for Alabama. Mississippi State, they picked up a big home win on Saturday night against the Florida Gators, winning 72 to 69. Tolu Smith led the way for the Bulldogs with 27 points and 14 rebounds. They dominated the Gators in the paint. Mississippi State won the rebounding battle 47-26. The Gators, they got some good production from their starters, albeit Tyree Appleby at 20 points, Colin Castleton at 16. Florida just seven points from their bench, and they made just five threes on the day. The Bulldogs, they improved to 4-2 in the SEC. Mississippi State next up, they will host Ole Miss tomorrow night. While Florida, they dropped to 3-3 three three in the conference. They will host top-10 10 ranked Tennessee tomorrow night. And the last game of the weekend, LSU, they held off scrappy South Carolina on Saturday night in Baton Rouge, 85-80. to The Gamecocks are playing this one without their head coach, Frank Martin, who is dealing with COVID-19 once again. If you remember, he was uh, had a positive diagnosis back in May, I believe, and lo and behold, here he is in January of the next year and test positive for it once again. A few of his assistants did not make the trip either, but the Gamecocks – They came out on fire in this one. They uh, led by four at the half, but LSU was able to pull away late. LSU coach Will Wade, not a happy camper if you watch the end of this game, having choice words with the referees, but LSU does win the game 85-80. Cameron Thomas led the way, as he always does for LSU, 25 points, while Trendon Watford had 23 points. Both guys among the league leaders in scoring in the SEC and Both guys went 9-for-10 at the free-throw line. Kudos to them. Maybe Kentucky can take some pointers from LSU at the free-throw line. But A.J. Lawson, he had 22 points for South Carolina, while Keyshawn Bryant added 26 points off the bench. He was pretty unstoppable in this one. But the Gamecocks season has been really sidetracked this year by the coronavirus. This was just their sixth game they've played all year, dropping to 3-3 overall. Next up, they will head to Mizzou. Tomorrow night for a really tough one. LSU, meanwhile, they improved to 10-2 on the season, 5-1 in the SEC, and they have two really big games this weekend. We already mentioned they will host Alabama tomorrow night, and then they will head to uh, Kentucky coming up this Saturday. I know Kentucky's not playing all that well, but still always tough to go on the road and play in Rupp Arena. And that is your weekend recap in SEC hoops. Look, I get a lot of you may not have been paying attention while the football season was still winding down. It's tough to watch a lot of these games, but now is the time to start locking in. Whoever your team is, Alabama, Arkansas, uh, LSU, A&M, whoever it is, it's time to start locking in and uh, paying attention to your team because there's some really, really good teams and a lot of good talent in the SEC this year when it comes to basketball. Before you know it, March Madness will be here. All right, that is just about going to do it for this edition of Locked on SEC. Again, a reminder to join us tomorrow on the show. We'll get a little bit more into football talk. We'll update the latest on the transfer portal. Again, it seems like guys every day entering the transfer portal across the SEC. We'll also, update the latest on the new coaching hires. Still got some coordinators out there to be hired. LSU still looking for their defensive coordinator. Auburn. Might steal another South Carolina sister or two, as they have continued to, to do. But a lot more to discuss tomorrow, at locked on SEC. Once you join us, please subscribe and catch us right here, locked on SEC.